The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer get you ready for Money in the Bank. We give our predictions for the men's Money in the Bank and the women's Money in the Bank matches. Also, we talk about Nakamura's entrance theme. Why? You'll find out right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Money in the Bank has become one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year because the anticipation and the predictions and what could possibly happen whoever holds that Money in the Bank briefcase. And they're going to be in London, England. So everybody remember that, that the WWE pay-per-views are now on Saturday. And because they're in London, it's going to be tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. And... That's that's tough in the summer on a Saturday in the afternoon, but uh, there's a lot of big ramifications for Money in the Bank this year, Tommy. Uh, you know, you said it best. What do you think about what Money in the Bank future? Who is this person that could possibly lead the WWE into the future? Um, yep. With Roman Reigns being the champion, and then we saw the last Money in the Bank uh, with Austin Theory, still kind of is an eh. For me, mm -hmm. I understand it. But now we have a whole new championship and where they're going to go with it or who could be this person that, you know, you light the torch under and you're going to, I mean, this is the money in the bank. The, when we say, uh, hand them the ball, it's not a ball, it's a briefcase and to see where they go. It's always such anticipation climbing the ladder, um, to get to that, getting knocked down. You always, it's it's a great concept, great match, and even looking at the people, it is hard to tell who I could name at least three to four clear cut winners in both. The I think the women's division is harder to call than the men's division. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Well, a couple of things, and you know, coming off the heels of WrestleMania, Tommy Cody Rhodes' name was obviously mentioned by all of us in that loss to Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. And a lot of people predicted that maybe Cody would be in the Money in the Bank match, win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and that's how Cody can be get back into the title picture with Roman. That's obviously not going to be the case. Cody is not involved in this match. So when I think of who could win this, are they going to be going after Roman or are they going to be going after Seth Rollins? 
And let's let's talk about the men's Money in the Bank ladder match to start. And these are the participants that we know is going to be involved in this match. It's Ricochet. It's Nakamura. It's L.A. Knight. It's uh, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. So when you hear those names, Tommy, early right now, here we are just a little bit more than 24 hours away. Who do you think is winning that Money in the Bank briefcase? I would say it's a tie for me in the sense of L.A. Knight or Logan Paul. Uh, both guys for main event money matches. Right? We've described it uh, and talked about it before. Think about a Logan Paul Brock Lesnar match for a world title. If, you know, then somebody has to cash it in on Seth Rollins. Think about um, Logan Paul, even though they already have done it uh, in Saudi, Roman Reigns. There's, or cashing it in on Roman Reigns. Um, LA Knight has this uniqueness about him that has just caught on. How do you not add to it? and give him that because at any time he can cash in and become WWE champion. I think in LA Knight, uh, cashing in on a Seth Rollins or if somebody beats Seth Rollins and then LA Knight wins, it is going to be something. Cause he's got a, uh, he's got an attitude. He's got fans following him, and he could go in the ring. So, I mean, those are my two favorites, uh, to win it. And I couldn't call it because again, I'm looking at it from the business standpoint of it. And then, uh, you know, also you could say that either a Ricochet or a Nakamura could uh, handle it. Ricochet getting that would be the next level for him. Nakamura would also be something where he can cash this in and and really try to get himself to the next level. So um, those are my four, but the other, the last two, Ricochet and Nakamura, they're my my uh, dark horses, but my main where I literally, if I was looking at who's going to win this man, it's, it's between LA Knight and Logan Paul. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think most people would probably say that as well. It's between Logan Paul uh, and LA Knight. I think LA Knight's the fan favorite. I don't think a lot of the hardcore WWE fan wants to see Logan Paul, but like you said, for mainstream attention, look how much attention the WWE got at class castle last October you know, with the match that he had with Roman. And it was a great match as well. And a lot of people want to see that match again. This is a way that you could do it by having him win the Money in the Bank briefcase and showing up on SmackDown, getting under Roman skin. The problem is with Logan Paul is that people don't like Logan Paul. So you're not going to get, like, the fans getting behind Logan Paul in a match with Roman. L.A. Knight's a different story. I think you can change his character. I think you can change his personality where the fans could get behind an L.A. Knight. But I really do feel whether it's Logan Paul or L.A. Knight, they're going to cash it in against Roman. But do you realistically think, Tommy, that a Logan Paul or an L.A. Knight could beat a Roman Reigns if they were able to win that Money in the Bank briefcase? Uh, well, you also need you also. That's why you have the other title. I think you know. He, here's the conundrum you come up with when you're splitting up the bloodline. Where do we go with Roman now? And it is something like you know. Before it was who's going to be a viable contender for that. Still don't know if that person exists. So, 
where do we go with this? Obviously, you know, we're still going to have to ride out, you know, the Usos feud, which is going to be happening uh, on this card. But then, okay, so is Jay going to go after Roman? Is Jimmy going to go after Roman? Don't see either of those guys winning it. So it's either going to be Solo has to split and you go with Solo Roman or someone with the money in the bank. The, if you put it on Logan Paul, it's also good because Logan Paul, I don't know if he has 100% commitment to WWE because he's doing so many other things where he can go away. He's got one year to talk about this thing. But when you have an LA at night, he has that attitude where he could be like, hey, I'm coming for you and I'm going to you know, beat you. If WWE wants to go in that where they're going to take the title off of Roman, don't know. And But on the other side, all both those guys, everybody in the match could go after Seth Rollins and be a, a, a real contender to Seth. And that it also helps if, if you do think about it. I cashed in my money in the bank and I went after Seth. It also helps validate that title as the big title. I actually am going to go in a completely different way. Now, Logan Paul is always going to be that cloud over my head because I know how much the WWE likes that celebrity and WWE likes that attention. Uh, but I hope it's not Logan Paul. I know how people love LA Knight and they want LA Knight to get that opportunity. And I think LA Knight will get that opportunity, but I don't think it's going to be with the Money in the Bank briefcase. My prediction is somebody that I don't hear anybody talking about. And it's somebody that I think has gone next level. Maybe not in wins and losses, but by appearances and what he's been able to do in the ring and how he's bringing big match feels to the, to his matches. And I actually think will help what I feel is like the big faction on Monday Night Raw, and that's the Judgment Day. I'm actually going to predict Damian Priest wins the Money mm, in the Bank tomorrow afternoon. Interesting. Because I think, I think you need to start getting some momentum behind the Judgment Day. And I really feel like Damian Priest winning that Money in the Bank briefcase and being that heel that's going to be chasing after a Seth Rollins. Listen, listen, we're already seeing it now. We're going to see Rollins against Finn Balor. We'll make that prediction a little bit later on. But imagine like what that might cause. It might cause a rift between Finn and Damian Priest because Damian Priest has that Money in the Bank briefcase. We saw a little bit of tension between those two a couple of weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. But imagine that Damian Priest has that Money in the Bank briefcase. What's that going to mean for the Judgment Day? Them coming down that entrance ramp with Damian Priest holding that Money in the Bank briefcase. If I had to make a prediction, and I guess I do because I'm the host of the show and we're talking about it. <laughs> my prediction is Damian Priest wins the men's Money in the Bank briefcase tomorrow afternoon. Let me throw this because I like what you sell in there, young man. Okay, I like it. What if what if Finn Balor wins the title? What if Finn Balor wins the title and Damian Priest is has that money in the bank briefcase? Imagine the tension between those two. I like it, Tommy. I like it. So let's all right. So let's put I wanna I wanna ask the busted open nation, eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three, eight seven seven fight ninety three. Everybody's talking about Logan Paul. Everybody's talking about LA Knight. But no one is speaking the name of Damian Priest. Think about what we saw at Backlash. You know, think about Damian Priest, the matches that he's been able to have. Think about that match that he had 
with Bad Bunny. I mean, he really showed, and I and I I think Tommy, in a lot of ways, you know, if they didn't already have attention on Damian Priest, imagine him and how he grabbed the attention of a Vince McMahon or a Triple H with that match with Bad Bunny. Yeah, uh, he did, and I didn't think of him that way, but you just brought up a great point. That's the beauty of these things, and that's the beauty of when you're in a creative meeting. Um, why I say somebody like Ricochet. Ricochet always reminds me of Rey Mysterio, and you know, as Rey Mysterio has gotten older, I have this guy as Ricochet who has broken through, and you know, he's now uh, his partner is no longer available, so he's out there. And how did Ray really start to get over when he won the Royal Rumble? And he had that, he had a a guaranteed shot. So it could do something to boost him to this next level. So a lot of places, that's why I say the beauty of a match like this, a lot of places where you can go where once and before, when we talk about Sting, the 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 build up to climbing up on that ladder mm-hmm. is the anticipation. It's supposed to make you, if it's your favorite person, oh my gosh, like he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it until somebody knocks him off. If it's a heel that you don't like, no, not him, not him. Somebody knock him off. That's the beauty of this type of match. And then where you go from there, because I mean, and by the way, whoever did that package in WWE about the history of the money in the bank. Brilliant. Made me so much more into it. Love when they did it with the Royal Rumble, and I love what they did with the money in the bank, how many ladders were used, how many people were in it, the percentage of people who um, cashed in the money in the bank and won. And, you know, then on the woman's side of it, when I saw, like, all every time the women's money in the bank match, that whoever cashed in became the champion, and just the stats for the longest cash in, the shortest cash in, great, great package. I highly recommend everyone going out watching. Kudos to WWE production team, whoever put that one together. Hey, pet parents, are you searching for the perfect place for your dog to play? Check out Camp Bow Wow. Our safe and supervised doggy daycare and boarding ensures your pup gets the socialization they crave while giving you peace of mind. With our certified staff and clean and spacious facilities, your dog will have a blast making friends and staying active. Join the Camp Bow Wow Pack today. Your first day is free. Visit us at CampBowWow.com. Franchise opportunities available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky, Trish Stratus. Who's coming out the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match tomorrow afternoon? You know who I got to say on this one? The fans. Because <laughs> I can't give a prediction whatsoever. What are you doing? Throwing my pen down in frustration. Well, you shouldn't be because here's why. Here's what I talk about the business. Zelina Vega has done an amazing job of getting herself over. She has ridden that wave since her Puerto Rico match and Mm -hmm. continued that where, Hey, I want to do this. The ultimate underdog. If the ultimate underdog climbs that ladder to success and then cashes in the money in the bank briefcase on the woman that beat her in her hometown, that's an amazing story i shouldn't say our hometown or home country um and you have a year to do it she also has an edge to her in her promos her promos have really carried her throughout all of this i even love where she was talking about it and then uh put over that santos is gonna do it as well and kept her group together so there's one where a hundred percent validity in winning the money in the briefcase another person Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, forget it. She can win it no matter what. Get to the rifle place where she belongs. Looks great. Still is the man. Works great. Does everything awesome. Deserving of another opportunity. Just like when, remember when John Cena won the money in the bank? Another boost for an already established superstar. And any match or 
anything involving Becky Lynch is a main event. So boom, done. One of Busted Open's favorite wrestlers from NXT, Zoe Stark. I'm the biggest Stark mark. And boosts her to instant stardom. She has credibility uh, alone, even though she has just been in the WWE for a short while. I'm saying WWE main roster. But then think of if she wins the money in the bank and she's still associated with Trish Stratus. And Trish being, you know, her current character could also lead to a, a character change, which eventually we'll see, I feel, and Trish goes off into the sunset. Trish Stratus, forget about it. The GOAT, the a Hall of Famer. Every Has she ever won a Money in the Bank? No. Adds to her credibility, adds to her resume. Also puts Trish, who looks amazing, works amazing, carrying this new persona to a T, and it is very, very hard for an established, beloved character to change like she has. So kudos to her. And she is somebody who just goes out there and dives full uh, force into anything. This could add to her. Um, Bailey, another person that could just be put and plugged into the main event and get heat and be a main eventer and have credibility once she cashes in that money in the bank. And then uh, EO Sky, another person who this would help elevate her to that status, winning the money in the bank. So across the board, wide open. And, and kudos to all the women for just, I don't even want to say stepping up, but I honestly, like, I have more interest in the women's money in the bank than I do in the men's. I agree Because with that. I don't yes. know who would win it. And if I had... The pencil, I would have a hard time saying what is going to be my main event. And I would say, would the woman's money in the bank match uh, be my main event or would it be the bloodline? I believe it's the blood going to be the bloodline, but I would be like, hmm, if I, and depending on who the winner is, where I'd put that last on the show. Yeah, I think the Bloodline uh, Usos match. I mean, that Bloodline Civil uh, Civil War tag match between Roman Solo and the Usos, I think, is definitely going to be the main event uh, tomorrow afternoon at Money in the Bank. Um, and you know, I, I'm going to make a prediction though for the women's uh, ladder match. And you're right; you can make a case for everybody. You, seriously. Because like you just said, Zoe Stark, the new up-and-comer. What a great idea that would be to have her with the briefcase. And probably would start a story between Zoe Stark and Trish. Because Trish not only has never won a Money in the Bank, uh, Trish has never been involved in a Money in the Bank match. Uh, Becky Lynch has never won a Money in the Bank. But I am going to give it to Zelina Vega. I think Zelina Vega is going to win this Money in the Bank briefcase tomorrow afternoon. When I'm talking business, it works. It writes itself. And, you know, you the money in the bank, the beauty of it, one year. How long yep. you have that and you can build a person. I always say from a brand new character, it's going to take you at least three years from a wrestling standpoint, a wrestling company, to see where this person is at. Whether they're going to be a heel, whether they're going to be a babyface, whether they're going to develop. And that fourth year is going to be key, but where they're at third year. Um, but it's that one year that you have to debut a person and see where they're at 
Oh, well, this person's not getting over as a baby face. Well, let's try to turn them heels, see where they're at. But you have a one-year build to make a moment. Think of that. If you fall in love with somebody, say, man, when am I going to propose to this person? What is the perfect moment to do that? You have a year to decide where I'm going to do it, when I'm going to happen, how it's going to happen. I'm going to make this perfect setting. This is how I look at when if I'm creative and I have this thing called money in the bank at my, I'm going to give my wrestling fans the perfect moment for them to say, I do and fall in love with this. And I have a year to do this. And everything I'm going to do to build up to that is going to be even bigger until that one moment when it hot happens. And that's, we've seen so many different teases. We've seen so much different stuff and we've been shocked. They still get us after all these years. That's the beauty of it all. It's it's one every of the best woman could be. A, yep. Every woman it's, could be a, a main eventer and could use this to main event WrestleMania. Hey, everyone. Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Well, I just want to say that's the Nakamura remix. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's awful. You're going to lose the people singing with yes. that song. And it's that's the, a key it, part of it. Because now somebody I'm, else is singing during it. And we don't know the words. Hence unless, why you should have brought in Herbie Hancock. Uh, dude, you bring in Herbie Hancock. And then you just, first of all, our very own Nita Strauss, Busted Open Nation member who performed at our WrestleMania party at the Whiskey A Go-Go this year, she did the greatest rendition of Nakamura's theme. And his granddaughter is a WWE Hall of Famer. All right, this is what I want from Ariel. I want Ariel to grab the Nita Strauss-Nakamura theme and then this farce that they just put together and play them both and then have the fans decide. I want the fans to decide which one is best. Because whoever's making the decisions, music, first of all, I and listen, I know I get called, oh, Dave LaGreca is an AEW, you know, dude, he's an ass kisser. Yeah, I'm on the payroll, you know, he's a shill for the AEW. Though, the WWE is actually the one organization that hires me to do things. And when you look at anyone that's ever given me a check, I've only gotten them from WWE. So I don't know why people think that, but okay. Fine, whatever you believe. But AEW right now, music-wise, is schooling the WWE. WWE needs to get back. What they need to do is get that CFO dollar sign group back. They got to bring those CFO dollar sign group back. They got to bring them back into the fold and have them start making music again. I don't know. Let's just call the person Joe. They now have Joe making music. The guy's failing. Joe's failing. With the music. They need CFO dollar sign back or some, maybe some relative of Jim Johnson, maybe some like, like a a niece or a nephew of Jim Johnson to come in and do the music or CFO dollar sign to come in and do the music. But Joe, he's Joe is dropping the ball music wise for the WWE doing a really well. Apparently the person doing Nakamura song is famous. 
Are you okay, David? I don't. I don't know how to answer that. Famous how? I don't know. Famous, famous in the music for being industry. awful. Famous for the being per- awful. The caller had just said who that person was, and they had a new song. Little, little Uzi. Is the preferred vert. Uh, vert? Little Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. Is not the, little. Uh, Lil. No disrespect, because Lil Uzi Vert, I'm sure, very talented performer. And I'm sure it does a great job when it's outside the world of the WWE. But when you have, and if little Uzi Vert, let's just say, let's just say there's a new performer that's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And little Uzi Vert did a theme entrance song for them. That's great. That's awesome. But you can't take an established song already and change it. Like you just said, Tommy, it's an established song. People go, people love doing the sing-along. Yeah. To Nakamura. Why would you change it? Yes. Karaoke with Nakamura. People are already doing that. Then he does the crazy jazz hands. When you're singing oh, over God. it, I can't do that. Oh. Here, you do do the verbiage again. Here you go. Here you ready? You start yeah. singing it. Go. Okay. Start. Well, singing I don't it. know the song. Where Ariel play? Oh, just oh. do it. So, all right, here we go. Oh. And I'm Nakamura. I'm coming to the ring. I'm gonna kick your head. I'm gonna make you sing because I got a new song. See, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. We've just now Ariel. Ariel, no offense to Little Uzi Vert. Oh, Little Uzi Vert. Great performer. Songs heating up the charts. Little Uzi Vert. No disrespect. I like Little Uzi Vert. I'm sure if Little Uzi Vert called in, we give him the platform, talk about it, whatever. But you can't Little Uzi Vert. And it's not Little Uzi Vert's fault. I'm sure they gave him a paycheck to do it. So, Ariel, can but, I ask you a question? Hang on, David. Uh, sure. Is a, You're our younger demo person here. Is Little or Lil Uzi Vert... Very famous in your world. Yes, he's very, very, very famous. Oh, very, very famous. So you know what? Take everything I said and throw it right out the window. Because if little Uzi Vert is, to quote our very own Ariel, very, 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 very famous, that's four varies. She didn't say yes. She could have, you know what? Ariel could have said yes. Like you asked her the question, hey, is he famous? Yes, he is. She didn't answer it that way. She said very, 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 very famous. So that's like on Bad Bunny fame, Bad Bunny fame. Not that level. Okay, let me me ask you this. We're at a busted open uh, party and in walks Logan Paul or Lil Uzi Vert. Who we and you only get to take one Instagram picture because I know you're all about the gram. Who are you going to walk up to? I'm walking over to Lil Uzi Vert. Dude, Tommy, see, this is why I love, and this is why I'm an old man, but you know what? I'll admit when I'm wrong and I learned, just like we were teaching our fans about Terry Funk, Mm -hmm. the younger fans that may not know Terry Funk, I like it when younger fans teach me about things that I don't know as a 52-year-old man because they don't make music for for us, Tommy or, or me, they, 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 nobody's like, yes, we want to make sure we get the 51 year old man to listen to this song. They don't give a fuck about me. I just 
Googled the little Uzi Vert guy. Mm-hmm. And man, he is like neck, like he is like next level, little Uzi Vert. Okay. Well, she but, said Ben, our intern, said that Uzi is arguably right up there with Drake's cakes in fame. And you know how wow. much I love Drake cakes. So little Uzi Vert is like as popular as Drake cakes. And Drake cakes, like, dude, devil dogs? Can you think of a better snack than a devil dog by Drake? No. And little Uzi Vert is up there. I, I, you know what? I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna listen. Bad Bunny. I, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was. I listened. I'm a fan now. I'm a now a little Uzi Vert fan as well, right now because of wrestling. Well, we're not talking about. We're not talking about the performer at all. We're just talking about the decision to change a music that is so established that has people singing along with it. But if this little Uzi Vert is uh, as over as apparently he is, uh, very, very cool. All right, let me ask you this. Little Uzi Vert or LL Cool J? Are you asking me or Ariel? Because no. Ariel, You already stuck. know your answer. Ariel's like LL Cool J's from our time. She knows who he is. He's like, he's the Terry Funk. I do Funker. know LL Cool J. Yeah, but you he's know like him as the, the actor Funk. that's on that shit show. What's that crime show that he does that's really awful? That would awful? be Ice-T. No, Ice-T is on, no, Ice-T is on uh, Law right. & Order. He's on NCIS. He's on NCIS. That's a big one, but that's awful, NCIS. That's for the people who are not as bright as the people who watch, you know, the other shows. But Lou, little Uzi Vert. I'm I'm now on I'm on it and I and I want to hear from our fans. I want to hear from fans that might be upset about. I am now on the little Uzi Vert bandwagon. Now I'm defend and I you know how much I love Nita and you know how much I love that song. But if you can get the younger audience to to watch and to listen, I'm all about little Uzi Vert now. Stop saying little. It's Lil. Ariel, I'm trying to make it, you cooler. Is it Ario? Is it little or Lil? It's a Lil. I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to make you cooler. Trying to make you hipper. What's worse, not being cool or trying to be cool? <laughs> yeah. Ariel, let me ask you a question. Dirty bastard. Ariel, let me ask you a question as a young person. What's worse to see? Somebody my age not being cool or somebody my age trying to be cool? Somebody your age trying to be cool. It's pathetic, right? It's it's embarrassing and pathetic. You are who you are, and there's nothing wrong with that. You accept who you are, Tommy. I don't think little Uzi Vert is like, oh, God, I hope Dave LaGreca likes my music. But I am going to appreciate the fact that he's part now of the WWE Universe, Tommy. So now I'm a fan. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. 
Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 